Hey, man, and welcome to another episode of Quality Manhood, a show meant for Christian men seeking to understand how to apply God's truth in everyday life. I'm one of the hosts of the show, PJ Burner, along with my co-host, Kellen Allen. What's up? Kellen, I was just thinking that it was more interesting when you threw these foreign language greetings <laughs> at us. I was waiting when you were going to request me to, to I just, get that back going again. I feel like I'm kind of bored with the what's up. Yeah. Like it's... That's why, that's what prompted me to switch it up last time because you didn't like my... Your greetings. Hey, hey, or yo, or... Hey, 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 yeah. The Fat Albert right, one. Yeah, right. I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll spice things up. Maybe next time. Who knows? Hey, there's the hook, right? Tune in next time to find <laughs> to out... hear exactly what the how intro is going to greet you. Yeah. That's why people tune in for the exactly. intro. That's what it's exactly. all about. Well, hey, Kellen, we have a routine going now. We record these every Thursday, and uh, we're it supposed took, to... took a little bit for us to get a routine, but we got one. We got one, yeah. We're supposed to record them every Thursday at 9, like that's our that's our time. We yeah. have a routine. We have a schedule, wherein it allows us to be productive for the rest of our day and schedule everything and plan accordingly. I see where you're going with this. Do you? I do. I do. It's uh, it's now nine forty. Yeah. And granted, we had some technical difficulties. That's where we I was going in. with it. Right. That took more time than I think the original delay. Yeah. I don't know though. I don't uh, know. That's debatable. Yeah. That's debatable. Because but what I we mean, did start a little late. We did start a little late. Ten ten minutes. Ten minutes to be exact. Uh, Fifteen. All right, who's counting? I am. Okay. That's, because that's good to know. Because it impacts me. <laughs> did the uh did the reason that you were late, did it did it work out okay? It actually did. Good. It worked out in my favor. And and the reason that I was late is because I had a guy that had to come out and do a pre inspection on my my wife's car as I get ready to return it back um at least in. And that is a uh, pressure packed situation because a lot of you know what I possibly have to pay is relying upon how this guy's feeling. Is he gonna knock me for every little ding? And so I'm sitting there watching him. I'm like, hey, you want coffee? You need water? Can I can I get you anything? Lemonade? Yeah. How, yeah. how you how you Chick-fil-A? doing this morning? I'll You're go good. Out and get you some. Yeah. He he was smiling and everything. So I thought you know we're we're good here. And then he came back rather quick. And I'm like, this is either really good or really bad. Um, and it it was actually uh pretty good because. Yeah. My kids are in my car, uh, my wife's car, and you know they don't necessarily see the value of keeping things clean. And, clean, right? Uh, so yeah, that was nerve wracking, but it was it was a positive experience. So yeah, a Good. little delayed, but Good. Well, I'm glad that that was worth delaying our routine. But the podcast will get out on time. It you will, know? and it, it gave you a little time to to study this this podcast that much more and prep that much more because I know that's what you do, you know, for four or five hours before this episode, right? It's not not accurate. <laughs> It's not accurate. Um, anyways, but we are here to talk about routine, right? We are here to talk about uh, specifically a morning routine. And uh, we've talked about productivity recently. We've talked about um, some organizational apps that you can get out there to help you get focused and on track and set goals and be productive in this new year. Uh, and one of the key elements for productivity, at least in my life, Kellen, is, is having a good, strong, consistent morning routine. And I haven't always had that. Mm. It's been uh, more recent that that's been intentional as far as doing the same thing each morning. I mean, there was always the the certain elements that kind of would float around my morning routine. And that is, you know, the the time in the word, there's time praying, there's coffee. Obviously, that's a huge part of a morning routine. Um, You know, and time with kids and, and everything else. But it wouldn't always be the same. And, and sometimes I would sleep a little bit later than others. And you know, sometimes I'd hit the snooze bo- button, you know. One, two, three, five times. Seven, eight, <laughs> nine times. And 
then I, I was challenged this year to say, no, you need to be consistent with this right. and uh, organized with this for it to be as effective as it possibly can be. So uh, we want to kind of workshop a little bit of, of a, what a morning routine should look like. You'll hear from Kellen and I about what ours looks like. Uh, and this is individual. This is not something that is you have to do it the way that we do it. In fact, I don't know what Kellen's morning routine is yet because we haven't talked about this. But my guess is we don't have the same one. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll walk through some of that. But uh, as I was getting ready for this, maybe not four or five hours this morning, but as I was getting <laughs> ready for this episode, I came across this quote from Ben Franklin who said this, I wake up every morning at nine and grab for the morning paper. Then I look at the obituary page and if my name is not on it, I get up. (laughs) So there you go. Benjamin Franklin giving you some some wisdom for you to take with you. If your name's not in the obituary page, get out of bed. Do something. Yeah. Yeah. Or Mark Twain, right? The secret of getting ahead is getting started. Yeah. And how many times do we just need to, to take? I mean, that sounds so simple and obvious. Yeah. And yet we want to delay that so long in the mornings. Yeah, I think about even just, you mentioned the snooze button, and that's one area. It's just, sometimes it's just get out of bed and, and stand up and get going. And then from there, you've accomplished a lot more than you can just laying in the bed thinking, should I get up, should I not get up? Just the fact that you're out of the bed is, is a great first step. Literally. Right. Right. Yeah. In, in fact, I was listening to uh, a video that was put out by this guy, Reagan Rose, Redeeming Productivity. Again, let me just give you a plug for that blog. Super helpful. Uh, Redeeming Productivity. Um, really helpful stuff on there. A lot of the stuff you can find on there as well in different forms, different formats. But uh, he was saying, when we hit the, snow, the snooze button, uh, we are failing to keep a commitment that we made to ourselves the night before. Yeah. So we are beginning our day by failing, mm-hmm. by hitting the snooze button. We set the alarm as a as an appointment for ourselves, with ourselves, to get out of bed. Yeah. And hitting the snooze button is us being late to that appointment and not showing up on time to that appointment. So, yeah. but just failing to keep an appointment with ourselves that, that convicted me. I was like, oh man, I got to stop hitting the snooze button. Yeah. Um, well, you just think even even with that is you push everything back. And so you put pressure on the day without even thinking about it. It's like, all right, what I was supposed to do, even if let's say you wake up at six and you're supposed to do something at, um, at 8 a.m. Well, now it get, gets more pressure on that 8 a.m., which puts more pressure on everything else for the rest of your day. And, you know, really at the end of the day, I joke with people all the time. I'm like, is, is that five minutes really worth it? Like, right. All you, you really just put yourself in sleep mode more and you just get back right. into a deep sleep and you wake up that second snooze and like, ah, I need five more. And so right. it's just best to get up that first time, even as hard as it is. Right. And, and that's even medically, they say, don't, don't go back to sleep. Yeah. It's not, it's not good for you. No. you. Your body, it messes with your sleep rhythms, like you were just saying, and it messes us all up. But uh, yeah, so whatever you need to do, I was talking to somebody recently that said their phone is their alarm clock. And so they, they put their phone in the bathroom. Uh, in their master bathroom. So they've got to get up out of bed to go get their phone. Um, They've got a patient wife, I would imagine, because if that phone is buzzing, oh yeah, I get get some elbows. Like, uh, are you going to get up? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so that we're talking about routines, morning routines. Number one would be, hey, don't hit the snooze button. (laughs) As hard as that is, get out of bed, right? When your alarm goes off, get up, be up. And it's hard, guys. It's hard for me. I was telling my wife this last night. Like I've embraced this new routine where I'm not hitting the snooze button anymore. And it's hard. It was hard this morning when it went off. But God's been doing this weird thing for me where he's been waking me up about 30 minutes before my alarm goes off, which is a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Because you've got small kids at home. And sometimes when your kid wakes up at like three in the morning, you're like, okay, fine. 
It's three in the morning. I've still got plenty of time. I can go back to sleep. But when your kid wakes up 30 minutes before your alarm goes off, it's kind of deflating, right? Yeah. You're well, kind of mad at them for their timing of waking you up. Yeah, like, exactly. And God's <laughs> just waking me up 30 minutes before my alarm. It's been about right. two weeks that this has been happening. But get up, get out of bed. The second thing not to do, men, in your morning routine, and, and don't worry, we'll get to what you should do, is don't pick up the phone first thing. I mean, honestly. And that's been, again, something that I have been working on over probably the last month. And it's hard. It's hard because yeah. my flesh is telling me, dude, you missed something. Mm-hmm. Jump on Twitter. Find out what's going on. Jump on the news sites. Find out what's going on. Check your email. Yeah. And we're immediately immersing ourselves right off the bat with noise yeah. from the world. And so don't grab your phone first thing. In fact, I've started using my watch as my alarm mm-hmm. so that I'm not even picking up my phone to turn off the alarm because it's just too easy to go from turning off the alarm to checking email or to checking notifications or whatever that may be. I don't think any of us are important enough that we have to get right on our phone first thing in the morning and, right. and check it what's going on. Yeah, and the email one is probably the biggest key for me, and, and it was um, even for stepping into full-time ministry is like I would feel like I needed to check to see you know if something had burned down, which of course is never the case. And even if somebody sent you an urgent email, you don't have to respond then. What it typically does is that that disrupts your entire morning. So even if you wanted to have that quiet time, even if you wanted to, you know, go read scripture or uh, be praying in the morning, whatever that quiet devotional time is, you got this work thing in the back of your mind, and it's just you. It's just hard to escape it until you actually do something. And then once you actually do something, forget about it. Like right. that, you're now in work mode, and to pull yourself back out of it, right. nearly impossible. So yeah, it's so critical just to you know things can wait. Right. Right. You, you aren't that important. I'm not that important. We talked about that before, uh, but allowing ourselves to not get sucked into that in the morning. And be undistracted with it too, man. I mean, that's what we're doing during our quiet time is we are engaging with God. We are hearing from the Lord as we read the word and we want to be undistracted. Right. We want to give ourselves fully to that task. And so be undistracted. Don't check your phone first thing in the morning, but there's a lot that we should do, right? Mm-hmm. Kellen. And one of the difficult things, and, and uh, this is a, a somewhat of a new concept for me. Uh, the, the concept, I guess, is not new, but the phrase is new. Uh, and that is decision fatigue. Mm. That uh, that we it's just hard sometimes for us to figure out, okay, what am I going to do next? And what am I going to do after that? And what, okay, what next? And what, do I, what about this? And what, what am I supposed to do? Well, having a morning routine in place helps us alleviate that decision fatigue, at least in that part of our day. Right. Um, the uh, Another uh, blog out there called The Art of Manliness says this about morning routines. When something becomes routine, we no longer have to think about it. It's set on autopilot. Instead of having to use willpower to decide whether or not you'll work out that day, you simply work out because that's part of your morning routine. So, as we talk about these elements of our morning routine that we're about to, to get into here, that's what we're driving at is, is part of the benefit here is it removes the decision fatigue from this element of our lives and lets us just know when I wake up tomorrow morning, I know exactly what I'm going to do because it's my routine. Right. I do it every single week, every single day, week in, week out. Yeah. And what's a danger of that though, Kellen, that we have to guard against? Yeah, you can just put everything in cruise control and not even, you just aimlessly do things without even having thought in um, being intentional. So things such as, oh, I'm going to read the DBR or I'm going to listen to the DBR. Then all of a sudden you cut the DBR on and you're still doing other tasks, uh, daily Bible reading for those who don't. Uh, aren't here at Compass, but you know you start listening to the daily Bible reading and you're not even paying attention. You're not mentally thinking in, in, in 
in that zone to where it's like, okay, I, I have to be intentional about what I'm doing. And so there is a danger of just doing things without thought and sort of putting it on autopilot to where you're not productive and you, you lose that, um, that portion of it that you need. Right. There's some things that we can have on autopilot, like brushing our teeth, right? I mean, that's something that hopefully we've all been doing for a good, you know, 30 years or hopefully. so, depending on your age. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really need to engage much mental activity in brushing your teeth. But yeah, when we sit down to read God's word, we want it to be routine in the sense that we know it's going to happen. And we're not giving thought. We're not having to decide, should I read the Bible today? Should I not read the Bible today? No, it's routine. It's going to be there. We don't have to give that decision about whether or not I'm going to do it. But then, yeah, we need to engage our minds when we actually do it. So let's talk about how we formulate a good routine how we formulate a good routine. Again, this is taken from uh, Reagan Rose in, in an article he wrote called How to Create a Morning Routine that Honors Christ. And we're just gonna borrow his points and then Kellen and I are gonna workshop it ourselves and, and kind of talk about what that looks like for us. So his first step in creating a morning routine, which I find to be helpful, is, is just by beginning by saying, how long is my routine gonna be? Right. How long is it gonna last? What, what do I need to carve out and how do I need to block that out? And so what does that look like for you, Kellen? Yeah, so my routine and it's it's changed within the last week because I'm trying to back up my my start uh, my start of my morning routine because my kids seem to be getting up earlier and earlier and so um, I even have a routine with them like they're not allowed to come out of their room until a certain point and I think it's a pa- good routine yeah, to have parents or men you you need to think about that those of you that have kids because you know. Your kid's getting up at 6.15 one day and then 6.45 one day and then, you know, 6 o'clock one day or 3 a.m. Like, that is going, all that's going to do is uh, mess up your routine. Uh, Not in a bad way. We want to spend time with our kids, but you're never going to be able to have a set routine because you're always going to have to adjust daily to what they're doing. And that's just never uh, successful. So even starting with my kids, it's like they they stay in their room. They have, if they wake up early, they have quiet time. Um, they spend time with each other and they read books and they are to be quiet. But that allows me to then have my structure, even knowing when I'm going to spend time with them. And so my morning routine now is I set my alarm at 4:45 and I'm still uh, working on that snooze thing. But I I'm trying to get out and. Um, run and do my my exercise uh my cardio out the door between 5 and 5:15 and then be back in in the house at 5:45 and so that gets my my physical uh exercise and although I'd much rather lift weights this whole cardio thing is driving me crazy but gyms aren't open so I have to kind of stick to that that's my physical exercise and during that time I'm I'm trying to be productive with it whether it's listening to an audio book uh, listening to a, a podcast in the morning, whether you know it be the briefing um, or you know something that's going to spiritually get me uh, in the right mindset, and then when I come back, it's um, spending time in the Bible with uh, memorization and then even scripture. So that's sort of my my morning, and I know you know that's a lot, and it doesn't you know you don't have to wake up at four forty five, you don't have to wake up at five. The first thing to do is have a plan to start your day. So about how long does your routine take you total? So I started, I'm out the door with the run at five o'clock and then I'm out the door leaving for work because I take my son to school. We leave at eight o'clock. So there's a three hour. So three hours. And so that's part of this duration because that lets you know what time you have to wake up every day, right? Because you know what time you have to leave. You know how long your routine takes. Mm -hmm. And so that's going to tell you, this is where I need to wake up. Yep. And so men, for you, it's figuring out, okay, how long is your routine? 
And some of you may not be getting up at five. In fact, most of you probably are not getting up at five and going running. I'm not getting up at five and going running, right? <laughs> I've got a, a, a bike I ride in the evenings most of the time because that's when it works out for me. Do whatever you need to do on stuff like that. But, um, you know, figure out your, your time, how long that lasts. That tells you how, what time you need to wake up, which is also going to inform the, the previous side of that, which is what time you need to, to go to bed, right? Yeah. So that you're effective for the day. So determine the duration. Second thing there, and Kellen started to get into this a little bit, is, is choose what are the elements that are going to be part of your routine. And that can be things, um, things that there should be like, hey, wake up and brush your teeth. Make sure that you're taking a shower so you don't stink. <laughs> Slap on some deodorant, you know, before you're on your way out the door. Make sure that you're dressed appropriately for whatever you're going to go do. These are all elements that are part of our routine that should be a part of everybody's routine. But then there's the other things, the, the, the plug and play, right? And that's things like exercise. Um, things like, you know, what elements you're going to do as far as your, your time in the word, your, your quiet time in the morning. Are you going to, like Kellen was talking about, are you going to listen to a podcast? Are you going to listen to the Bible? Are you going to read the Bible? Are you, what, how much time praying do you want to have in your morning routine? Um, where does that factor in? Are you going to pray beforehand, pray during, pray after? Are you going to do all three? Are you going to take notes? Are you going to journal as part of your quiet time? So there's, there's all of these things to, to really sit down, men, and, and plan out what elements are you going to have in your quiet time and map them out so that you can know. So that, again, the, the goal is that this becomes not the, the devotional time, but your, your routine becomes autopilot. Mm-hmm. You know I'm going to go from this thing to the next thing to the next thing to the next thing, and you don't even need to really think about that transition. It's going to take place. All you need to focus on is the element at hand when you're doing it. Yeah, yeah and a time study is just good. I think that was one thing that was convicting for me that sort of started, all right, I got to wake up at this time, and then at this time, I'm going to do something different. At this time, I'm going to do something different. At 8 o'clock, I'm out the door taking my son to school. Um, is Before you even start planning, just kind of take a, a time study of what you did this morning. And you start to realize you, you think you have a productive morning, but then there's so much more that you could get out of your morning if we're just putting it into these little 30-minute blocks as we're talking about right now. So uh, just a great thing with planning. Planning is always good. Uh, and then even you know if things don't go as planned, we can make those adjustments. But, be, but to be able to have that foundation to start from is going to allow us to be the most productive that we can be in the morning. Absolutely. The other thing to consider, men, is that your morning routine, and we alluded to this a little bit, but it actually begins the night before. Uh, your morning routine doesn't begin when your alarm clock goes off. Your morning routine begins the, the night before. And that's not just by going to bed on time, but that's yeah. by making sure that you're ready, that yeah. you're prepared. Um, you know, I do my, my daily Bible reading time, my, my quiet time. I do that on my laptop because mm-hmm. I use Logos Bible software to do that. So the night before, I need to make sure that my laptop is charged because I don't want to wake up and, and get ready and sit down on the couch with my glass of water, cup of coffee, open up my laptop and find that my laptop's dead yeah. and sit there and say, okay, well... Now what am I supposed to do? Well, you should have planned better the night before, you, <laughs> you, you idiot, right? I mean, come on. It, 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 doing things like that. Maybe you you use a, a traditional Bible, pen, pad of paper. Set them out where you do your quiet time. Yeah. Um, it, determine where you're going to do your quiet time, right. right? And maybe this is, men, this is going to be a new part of your routine. You, you're sitting there listening to this right now, and you're thinking, yeah, I need to be more consistent in my quiet time in the morning. Pick out a spot to do that mm-hmm. and know that that spot, that's your quiet time spot. You're going to sit there. This is where you go every morning to do it. I've got my spot in downstairs. I sit on my couch. I've got my big gigantic weighted blanket that my wife bought me for Christmas that I'm using <laughs> right now because it's Southern California cold in the mornings. Wow. Um, 
I've got my laptop and my glass of water, my cup of coffee. And that's, I know that I'm going to be there every single morning. Yeah. And so find that spot and, and prepare there and make sure that you've planned well for it. So I'm going to be, uh, you'll get a kick out of this one. I recently made a trend or a change to something that I was doing in the morning that I had to, to do it the night before because it was taking up too much time in my morning routine. Is this charging your car? No, that's quick, man. That's, that's easy. That doesn't bother my morning routine. It's ready to go. Uh, it's, it's shaving my head, like keeping this, <laughs> keeping this, this, this bald dome here uh, without any hair growing off. That of doesn't it. come natural? No, it doesn't come natural. And the funny part about it is like I would do, I would do it in the morning before I leave, and I realized like it take me too much time. And it sounds weird. It's like, what are you doing with your hair? I'm just shaving it off. But just making those little adjustments, I now do it at nighttime because it frees me up uh, you know, 20 minutes in the morning to be able to do something that – uh, it's a little bit more. Uh, I'm working with uh, on a time crunch yeah. in the morning, so yeah. I moved it to the night. It's, yeah, it's for me. It's uh, probably a problem many people don't have to deal with, but there you go. Well, in in uh, number one, I want to see you grow your hair out a little bit. I just no, I would love to see bad. what that looks like. It's bad. No, I think it it needs to happen. Uh, maybe we can use that as a fundraiser for uh, for <laughs> something. Hey, Kellen will grow his hair. A lot of people shave their head for fundraisers. Right. Maybe we'll have you you grow your hair. But what we're talking about really with this is in order to have an effective morning routine, you you need an effective evening routine. Right. Um, That you're getting ready, that you're prepared, that you're setting your alarm, that, you know, you're going through all this and you're you're getting yourself ready. Um, All of these things, though, men, really, it comes down to one word. And this one word is going to be key to all of this because none of what Kellen and I have talked about, uh, none of what you're going to read out there in different blogs or books or articles, none of it is a magic bullet to just make this happen in your life. It comes down to the fact that you have to be disciplined. Mm-hmm. You have to be disciplined. And that is in so many areas of our lives. But, you know, you need to start the day disciplined. Um, and we're going to tell you, man, this is not, this is not always easy for us. No. Um, it's hard. There are, there are days where my alarm clock goes off and I sit there and I'm like, I don't want to do this. Not happening. Yeah. I don't want to get out of bed. You know, there are days where you are going to be sitting down to read the word and you're going to feel spiritually dry and you're going to feel like, I don't, my heart's not here. It's not in it. You know, take that time out, pray, try to get yourself as focused as you can and just do it, right? Mm -hmm. Spend the time in the word. Be disciplined men to do this. Your flesh is going to battle against this. Your flesh is going to not want to do these things, but it's going to come down to the want to. It's going to come down to the will. Um, it's going to come down to you being determined and disciplined to make this a normal part of your, your activity. Um, these things are, are good though. And they really do set you up for the, the benefit the rest of the day. Yeah. And, uh, when you can start the day, well, start the day with consistency, uh, you know, another element to just back up one step, another element to my routine that I do. And you guys heard us a couple podcasts ago, talk about Todoist and talk about productivity and things like that is I, I, look at my, my day in front of me. And I I think about what's in front of me and I I make sure I've looked at my to do's for that day. I've checked my Mm -hmm. calendar. I've checked, you know, what alerts are coming up and and what's going on. Um, and then I'm, I feel like I'm set up and ready to tackle the day in front of me. Nothing's going to catch me off guard. Nothing's going to blindside me. I'm not going to forget about a meeting or anything else. I'm just going to be able to go about my day. So it can be super helpful, but yeah, it comes down to, do you have the discipline to do it? Yeah, totally. And, and the last point on there is refine it. And so you might hear, you know, us say, wake up at five. And I'll I'll just be honest, it, that was 
not always the case. It started off by, you know, waking up at 6.30 was hard. And then you bump it back 15. And waking up 6.15 is hard. And 6 o'clock is hard. But again, it's that discipline. It's that what what Paul talks about is in 1 Corinthians 9 is, but I discipline my body and keep it under control. Not allowing our body to say, no, you're tired, go back to sleep. But it's like, look, we're going to discipline our body and we're going to be the ones to control and allow our minds to say, no, body, we can do this and know that um, God will give us the strength to do it. But it's going to take effort. There's going to be those days where you don't want to get out of bed, where you don't want to, to do much. But again, being able to refine it is the main thing. And it, even as you hear our routines, this is not for you to say, all right, let's take uh, PJ's routine or Kellen's routine. Do what works for you. Set a routine right. and then con- consistently just try to refine it. Try to get up a little earlier. Try to add a little bit more to it. Try to try to do this. Try to do that. And take it one step at a time, as opposed to taking off this big chunk um, that we we've talked about before. Even with productivity, it's like don't try to change the world or change your complete routine in one day. Do it little steps at a time, and then before you know it, if you're consistent at it, you continue to discipline yourself, then you will be at that point where it's like, okay, I've gotten a lot better than where I once was before. But it's not a one-day thing, and it's a daily battle. Um, even getting out of bed, you all experience it. It's a fight to to not hit the snooze button, and that's going to happen every single morning. But we are to train our bodies to to respond to or uh, you know what we want to do in our minds, not let the flesh take over. Right. Right. And how awesome is heaven going to be, guys? How awesome is the new heavens and the new earth uh, really going to be? Even when you think about something as simple as this and think about, man, it's going to be great that I'm not going to have to battle my flesh anymore on these things Mm. that we're talking about. I mean, it's going to be awesome to be there. Until then, though, it does require discipline. It does require faithfulness. But there's a payoff, guys. It's good to have a good, solid routine. So hopefully this has been encouraging to you. And we pray that this will be a blessing to you this week as you strive to apply some of these things and put them into practice. And we will be praying for you along those lines.